Hello, welcome back to Living Box Free. I'm Ashley Insights. And I'm Becky Ford. And we are going to talk today, we're just going to have a casual little chat about the fantastic festival of fun that was the CrossFit <laughs> competition, Wadapalooza 2022. Becky competed. She also cheered on others. And I'm excited. I didn't get to go, sadly, but I did get to watch online. And so I'm excited to talk to her and hear all about all of her thoughts and everything she learned and everything she'd do differently. And it's going to be really great. But first, <laughs> Becky, what's on the rise for you this week? I am wearing my Wadapalooza shirt. Ooh. Can't really see it, but it does nope. say Wadapalooza on it. Yeah. <laughs> on the rise for me, tomorrow is my first day at Alenco to do leadership training about well-being. Ooh. Yes. I am very excited because I'm a nerd and that's something we're passionate about. <laughs> However, I'm also nervous of like, how is it going to go over? Because oftentimes in that corporate world, we don't talk about our physical or mental or emotional needs. So yeah. I'm excited, but it's, it is a global audience and I am not naive to think that there'll probably be a lot of feedback, which I need. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I'm like nervous, excited, yeah. new leadership stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And how are you defining wellness in this particular instance? So similar. I mean, really the podcast we did on wellness is a great one to go listen to. I will say the model, we've got five different pieces we're focusing on. The one that I'm like, ugh, this is important, but it's not that it fun is the financial <laughs> one. We did okay. decide to do financial, but we do okay. have, we combined emotional and mental. So mental wellness there, but then physical, I had rest, but our HR folks liked renew better. So oh, it's going to be okay. renew. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it. There's five different pieces. We'll talk through, um, connection or community. So mm -hmm. people social. Okay. Yes. So cool. if you'd like to learn more about wellness, go check out our wellness podcast. We did a yeah. few weeks back. It was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a good time. What's on the rise for you? Uh, I'm going to be boring and say what most mid Midwesterners would say this week, which was shoveling snow, snow removal, cleaning the car off. We got we got a, a decent amount of snow this week, which was fun. I feel like it hasn't snowed in a long time like that thoroughly. And so being from New York, I enjoy snow and I expect it. And I'm always a little disappointed when we have a winter without snow. So, yeah, we got a bunch of snow. And went out and shoveled for a couple hours, shoveled the neighbor's cars out, shoveled their walkways, shoveled their driveway, shoveled, yeah, just kept shoveling because I couldn't get it, get to the gym. So I was like, might as well exercise somehow. Oh, and uh, and made a little fort, service. which was fun. So shoveling, snow removal. When I was shoveling our neighbor's walkway, she stuck her head out and she was like, you know, you don't have to do that, right? And I was like, why would I feel like I have to shuffle your walkway? You're perfectly Aww. capable. I'm just out here anyway. I don't have anything else to do. So it was very funny. But that's yeah, awesome. Enjoyable. I enjoy yeah. snow. Good. How did, how did your shoveling situation go? It was comical. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> I started to shovel over the noon hour on Thursday when it was snowing while I was on a call with someone at work. And then my fingertips started to go really numb. And so, and so I came inside and then Friday morning I started work early and I just got a call from my husband who's like, I'm stuck. So then my shoveling became, it, it flew into that urgent and important quadrant yeah. as he was stuck. So we both were out there shoveling around his car. He was in reverse and I'm pushing it. We made it out. And then I got a second call while I was 
in a work meeting that said, I dropped my keys in the snow. So it was super eventful, very memorable for our first big snowfall here in 2022. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. Don't worry. We found his keys. I'm glad. I'm very glad. I was thinking about that the other day because I went for a walk in the snow and I had my spare key, just my like house spare key Mm. in my pocket. And I was like, oh, if I drop that, I'm not finding that until spring. (laughs) (laughs) Some squirrels like shiny object. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Might be gone All right, forever. Anyway, enough about <laughs> snow. Becky, talk to us about Wadapalooza. What even is it? Let's start there. Yeah, Wadapalooza. What a fun name for yeah. those who are not a CrossFitter and you're like, that is a really weird name. There's a purpose behind it. So WAD <laughs> in CrossFit is what we call workout of the day. Uh, Wadapalooza is basically a CrossFit competition that really any athletes from across the globe can qualify to work out there. And then they also had another competition, which was the one I actually did where anyone who was there could sign up and do a competition called the gauntlet, which was, uh, my husband joked, he's like, you did more work than we did. (laughs) And (laughs) like, it was, uh, five workouts in an hour with two minute transitions, usually between workouts. And then if you made the top five, you made finals and your reward was another five workouts in an hour. So it was a long, my, my whoop strain was higher than the other athletes competing who would do two workouts a day and their workouts were like 12 minutes. So it's quite funny. The, the difference in the formats that they had competition style but it was so cool. Like I had two judges, neither one was from the U S it was, cool. it was, it's the most people I've been around since 2019. Oh yeah. I believe that. Uh, I don't know how many people were there total, but it was all outside. They had like five different stages, quote unquote. So platforms where athletes are working out. And mm-hmm. when I say anyone can compete to go there, they had age groups. So they had like teenagers, they had masters, which are the older population. They also had adaptive athletes, which are those athletes who might have something that's hindering them from being able to do all the movements to the normal standard. So it could be people in wheelchairs or people with one arm. And yeah, it was just so cool to see so many diverse people together celebrating fitness and cheering each other on. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's a, oh, I forget the word, not an official CrossFit event. What's, what's oh. the. Uh, so they used to um, have like sanctionals. So it went regionals, sanctionals, and now it's semifinals. Mm-hmm. It is not a semifinals anymore, but it feels like one. And it feels yeah. like one because the elite athletes do win money. When I competed, my parents were like, oh my gosh, you got, you got first. How much money did you win? I was like, nothing. (laughs) I am not elite. (laughs) I paid to do this. I paid money for this t-shirt I'm now wearing. (laughs) That is extremely expensive t-shirt. So yeah, so it is, it feels, and I think that's the cool thing for those athletes who go, who are just like normal Joe Blow CrossFitter, you feel like you're at a semifinals or at the games because Mm. of the production it is, the professionalism you're competing against a whole new audience. Ash knows like we do local competitions. You see the same faces and you're like, Oh my gosh, she's here. She's going to beat me on the lift or whatever. <laughs> you like these athletes. I didn't know a single one. They're right. just from all over, which was pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So let's talk about the big picture competition yeah. and then we'll talk about you specifically. Competing. Perfect. So big picture. What was it? I mean, you said it was cool being around, like you feel like you're at this big, the games or something like that, but like, 
was it busy all the time? Were you running from one thing to another? Was it, did it feel organized? What, what was it like? It probably depends on who you talk to. And <laughs> I'm fair. probably a little more positive than some people <laughs> who were there. Well, good news. We're talking to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For, from my standpoint, and I know there was, there were some challenges, like we had a four hour rain delay one day and that messed up mm-hmm. all the scheduling. Some events got canceled overall for how many athletes were competing and the number of volunteers needed. I I do think they did a fantastic job and they dealt with those challenges as they come like weather delays. From my point of view, it did feel like we were running around a lot, but it was because we had two separate teams from our gym, people from Mm. our gym who were competing and they were always like, you know, an hour apart and would do two events a day. And then you're driving home. So they, athletes can eat lunch at the Airbnb and then you're going back. So it did feel like we were bouncing around a lot, but there was downtime as a spectator to hang out, cheer people on, watch other athletes from all over athletes that maybe you watch on Instagram and you admire. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was, it was the right type of busy. Yeah. You never were bored. Uh, we did go back and forth bouncing between watching our men's team. Uh, we had a female from our gym competing on a team and then also being able to watch some of those elite athletes that you just kind of like have yeah. CrossFit crushes on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which you got to meet one of your CrossFit yes. crushes. Am I correct? Yes. How, how did that happen? What was that like? One, I, I've never like had a huge, huge crush on a CrossFitter. And when I say crush, I basically mean like admire, like a yes. role model. Yeah. And in 2020, I found out one of the elite athletes, Annie Thor's daughter from Iceland, she was pregnant and her due date was like two weeks before ours. Mm. And just the emotional challenges that I experienced and the mental challenges being someone who loves to work out and fitness, but also someone who has some issues sometimes with how you view yourself and your body. Mm. It was really cool to watch her share her journey on social media and it was like, she was always a couple steps ahead of me. And Mm. so they had their baby and I was like, Oh my gosh, we're having ours in like a week or two. And (laughs) I really appreciate Annie's vulnerability on social media. She did a blog post that CrossFit shared about postpartum depression Mm. and just the challenges. She talked about how she stopped breastfeeding at six months and they went to formula and just the judgment that people give you and like truly doing what's right for you. And for me, that was just so important because I am a people pleaser. And when you have different generations in your family telling you, I'll never forget, uh, I think it was nine or 10 months was when I stopped, uh, breastfeeding. And I have a family member who's never had a child and she's, she's older. Mm -hmm. And when she found that out, I just had the biggest look of disgust on her face towards me. And she goes, well, you know, that's not healthy to stop. And so like those moments, and that's an example. And I know some people don't have good poker faces and they have no filter. It made me feel horrible. Right. And so Annie was just someone that really stood out to me as a role model, even though I never met her from a mom perspective. And then those moments of disbelief that I'll never be able to do what I once could. Mm -hmm. My body is weak. You know, my pelvic floor, it needs training (laughs) to be stronger and some serious help. So serious help. And she posted just all about everything. She posted about her Mm -hmm. abs separating. She posted about pelvic floor exercises, posted about, you know, 
doing what's right for her and her baby. And yeah, the mom guilt and judgment that other Mm -hmm. people give you. So when I met Annie, it wasn't, it wasn't that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, you're such an amazing athlete. It was that moment of you're such an amazing mom. Mm -hmm. And you also have shown us that just because you've had a child, you're not down and out. Like your body is so much stronger than you think and to have hope and faith. And she did sign autograph a picture for me and signed it and said, (laughs) never give up. And I was like, that's the perfect quote. That's how she made me feel in those moments when I would try to clean and jerk a weight that once felt light and it felt so heavy. You wanted to give up. I did. I wanted to give up and throw in the towel, but there's also that inside part of you that you want to prove yourself wrong. And so she, she really, it's crazy. Never talked to her until Wadapalooza. We were the very last people in line. I don't know if I told you that. No, you didn't. There was a long line and they cut it off at a certain point. Okay. And they cut it off right after it was Callie, Trish, myself, and Kaylee. Uh And we stood in that line. We just talked forever because it took (laughs) a long time. Yeah. And, uh, then the ladies, Tristan was like, Oh my gosh, he told them like, what a big crush I have on Annie. And so we were all going to go up to meet her at the same time. But then the ladies purposely like waited behind me and let just me go up, which I actually, I thought we weren't doing that, but apparently we were. (laughs) And so there's a video out there and I just, I really, I couldn't even talk. I just started to cry and she gave me a hug and it was, that was definitely the highlight of my Wadapalooza experience was getting to meet her and let her know how she's helped me feel. It's a pretty great video. I wonder if we can hope maybe we can share it after this episode comes out. Yeah. It's a pretty, we could do that. I get teary. eyed just thinking about it. It's inspiring. (laughs) It's like a legit video, not like one of our friends captured it. It's like actual. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's really cool. Apparently I was the only one who was emotional (laughs) because that's like the one video that that sponsor keeps sharing. It's like CBD MD. Um, But yeah, I just couldn't help it. It just came out. That's awesome. I think it's so cool that not only did were you emotional, but she connected to that moment as well. Like she, it was mm-hmm. clear to her what was going on and that it was, you know, this relationship between you, which you've never met, was mm-hmm. important to you. And so consequently, it was obviously important to her. And I just, yeah, it was really cool. So, so glad you got that moment. Me too. Uh, any other things that happened there that we should talk about? Like where, what was the merchandise like, or I know you guys got to test out some different like (laughs) workout stations or I don't even know. I saw videos, but I wasn't really sure what was going on. So anything else we should talk about around that? Oh my gosh. The first thing that popped in my mind when you said vendors Mm -hmm. the first day, so they had water machines outside and all of us CrossFitters, we guzzle water and it's warm in Miami. So it's in Miami, Florida. And that first day it was like 10 AM and all the water machines were broken. None oh, of them no. would work. The water was cut off and there was a vendor that had hydrogen infused water. Oh my it was, gosh. it was like extra hydrogen infused water. It was in these like foil. I think of the pouches, like the okay. puree baby pouches that yeah. we used to give Sawyer. It was like or a like big Capri sun. <laughs> yeah. It was like a Capri sun hydrogen water pouch. <laughs> Kaylee and I, we were so thirsty. I think we took like eight in a day each. And we kept going back. We're like, good. It's a different person. And we grabbed like two at a time. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, they ended up running out of water because everyone, everyone found out like hot, yeah. the hot word on the street was water yep. machines are broken. Go to the hydrogen water vendor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> I don't know. Apparently hydrogen infused water is supposed to 
help you recover faster? Okay. I have no idea, but when you're thirsty, it tastes fantastic. I have no idea what the science behind that is, but probably true. Yeah. 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 So there was hydrogen water. Woohoo. There you go. There's your promo. (laughs) Thank you for giving us all hydration during the water (laughs) machine breakdown of Wadapalooza. Other, I mean, there's a ton of cool vendors, CrossFit apparel all over the place. You know, a lot of stuff that you're like, man, I guess I need to sell a kidney to pay for this. So expensive. Um, the things you do for brands, right? I, I was super proud. Tristan and I, I think I got one pair of leggings and one shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I got one shirt, one pair of leggings. We got a 20% discount for him being a veteran. But yeah, vendor wise, there's a ton of competitions at vendors. So they had one and they're like, beat Jeffrey Adler at this workout and you win a new jump rope. Okay. All right. Let's beat a games athlete and win a new jump rope. You got to sell your soul for that one. (laughs) Yeah. Is it worth it? I hope he didn't try very hard. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't do that one. I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, so there's a ton of different competitions at vendors. They did have other famous athletes like Amanda Barnhart. We got to meet, she was at a comp trains booth. So, so the vendors were super fun to go around and look at from an overarching standpoint, though, my, my favorite part definitely was watching the different athletes. There was one night that the adaptive athletes were going and we were up in this like VIP, uh, it was standing, not seating, but standing. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. could like look down and see the adaptive athletes to our left elite athletes on our right. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. And then of course, just watching our teams, my husband, he was on a team of three. And, and so the te- those individuals who did the Wadapalooza competition, they had to qualify. Mm-hmm. So my husband's team, they beat, oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know. Like I can't even remember 400 other teams. It was a ton across wow. the globe and the yeah. top 40 go. So, and then they ended up getting third overall. So that was super cool yeah, to see. That's awesome. And of course, course that didn't come without some adversity, right? <laughs> Hashtag swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, we also had a female athlete that subbed in for someone on another team who qualified that got injured. Uh-huh. So, um, Sabina, she was a, our female athlete that got to go and work out with the three Kings team, which is another Indiana team. And they did an awesome job. Uh, I mean, just the high skills, it was the intermediate division, but there were still ring muscle ups, legless rope climbs, heavy barbell. Yeah. Uh, what else? So, I mean, they, they like, they did great. They had the high skills, the strength, um, the grit to get through it. And they ended up getting third too, which was so cool to have two podium, two podium teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. And my, I will say my, um, reward for my husband Uh doing this competition is yes. I mentioned there's adversity swimming didn't go Uh so well for our m4g boys and my reward now is i have a membership to go swimming and tristan and i we've gone swimming once together he's like we will become better swimmers now that he knows he's a bad swimmer (laughs) yeah or at least bad compared to the athletes there he's like i must i have a new goal i must get better (laughs) which i do love cardio it's more like the water in your face part or in your ears i'm not a huge fan of for me, swimming is about the time that it takes, like to get there, to get ready, to, oh my gosh. to dry, to change, you know, like the, it's just, yes. it takes so long. We went last sa- uh, Sunday uh-huh. and I put on makeup to go to church yep. and then I took my makeup off after church while a child was <laughs> sleeping to go swim. And uh-huh. then you're like, now I have to shower again. Like, yes. this is so exhausting <laughs> <laughs> to be like a female and go swimming. It's not as easy as like, oh, just 
dry off your hair with a towel. I'm like, oh, right. now I look like a wet rat. <laughs> and I smell like chlorine. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, sort of troublesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get it swimmers out there shout out to you you guys are we're we're impressed by you so impressed okay so let's talk about you did a a competition and it wasn't something you had to qualify for you said it was five long workouts in a row i watched it was so fun to watch you on tv (laughs) on television um yeah what was what well let's start here what made you decide to do it yeah i had actually done the qualifying workouts with some ladies from our m4g gym and i think we got 48th and the top 40 made it team wise once again there's like 400 500 teams i can't even remember i have to go back and look so we were so close to qualifying and we didn't and i felt i still felt like really good with our performance how we did Mm -hmm. uh and then my husband qualified and there's just still that itch inside of me that's like i don't know if we'll ever go back and man i wish i i wish i was doing this too yeah and and the whole reason that well, for me, at least one of the reasons that we got a girls team together to try to qualify was my husband was going and we were like, this would be so cool if we both were competing. Yeah. And yeah, so it was, gosh, two or three weeks before Wadapalooza, there was this email that came out and they probably sent it to everyone who did the qualifier and didn't make it. Yeah. (laughs) And it was Matt Frazier, the fittest man alive program the gauntlet anyone can sign up and I saw it and I immediately was sometimes you just get that feeling where you're like oh my gosh I like this is meant for me to do yeah and I sent the link to a bunch of the gals who are going to Wadapalooza because there's we had like gosh 15 16 people from the gym going yeah which is awesome I tried to talk for friend Brian into doing it with us (laughs) uh, with me it was a no I got lots of no's (laughs) so anyway I didn't like the day I got the email I was like this is meant for me like this is I didn't qualify but I'm going yeah and I just I've worked so hard I want to do this yeah and so that first day no one said yes to doing it with me I talked to my husband that day and he's like, yeah, you know, I don't want, I would rather you not miss any of my workouts so you can see me, but if you want to do it, sure. And then I didn't sign up that day. I waited a few days, talked to a few people. And then I think it was like three days later, I was like, you know what? Okay. No one else is doing this with me. All right. So that's (laughs) out of my comfort zone to do something without friends. Yeah. But I just, I want to do this. Like, I feel like I've worked really hard. I'm going to be there. I want to get that experience. I might never go again. So I signed up and I will admit I was super pumped. And then we got there and it was the night before and everyone was talking about our, our, we had our bunch of people in an Airbnb and everyone was Mm -hmm. talking about the Wadapalooza team competition and all their workouts and everything. And I was going the next day, the earliest time Mm -hmm. and no one else was, uh, everyone else had like other plans. And I was like, man, why did I do this? I'm such an idiot. Like this is like amateur hour. Everyone else has other things to do. Like, why did I sign up for this? This was stupid. So I had a lot of self-criticism, negative talk that night before. Yeah. Uh, and then the next morning and I prayed about it. And then next morning I just felt like I felt so happy to be doing something for myself. And I Ubered mm-hmm. myself there by myself because all of our athletes, they didn't have to be there till later and they wanted to eat breakfast and fuel. Right. And all of our other members were dropping into a gym, which I would have been doing too, right. if I didn't have to be there mm-hmm. so early. 
And so I was just listening to my pump up music on the way there and got there. I, being the expert I am, met a few other people who are competing, got to talk to them. And then as, right when I was about to go, all of a sudden I see my husband and one of our other athletes, Jerry, in the stands. And I wasn't expecting them to be there that early. Yeah. So that was really sweet. That made my day. And I then uh, I think it was out of those four work or excuse me, five workouts. I think it was like workout the fourth one or something. The rest of our M4G people got there and there's mm-hmm. a few of them in the stands yelling at me. So that was fun. But yeah, it was just an hour of a lot of different um, fitness challenges, weightlifting, cardio, a lot of gymnastics. And for me, it really is, it goes back to that Annie Thor's daughter. Like I didn't think that I'd ever be able to do these things. It had handstand walking and handstand pushups and Ash knows I hate going upside down. I'm not (laughs) great at it at all. And it had five feet of handstand walking back and forth for like 12 minutes with an echo bike and a sled uh, flip. Mm-hmm. And then it also had handstand pushups in one of the workouts. And so I was just so proud that I'd come, like I was able to work hard, come back and do things I couldn't do before I was pregnant. I couldn't handstand yeah. walk before. And I also actually was worse at handstand pushups. And so, yeah, it was an hour. My biggest mistake was not filling up my water bottle because they didn't have water over there. Oh, and gosh. the water machines broke. That's when the water <laughs> machines broke. Hashtag hydrogen water. Wow. Um, So yeah, it was, that was the, uh, Friday morning and then Friday, Saturday, they had like just people constantly going. So people constantly going Mm -hmm. through this competing. And then it was, it's actually Sunday morning at like one 30 AM when they emailed the top five people to say, you made finals. You need to be there at 7 AM tomorrow, which fortunately I woke up and I saw that in time to get there the next day, uh, then to do finals on Sunday, which was harder. I think the workouts were harder because they were more painful. Yeah. It first a lot harder. Yeah. It felt harder. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that next, that Sunday was finals. I tell Tristan, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that when I was doing it before they are heats, like I was in a heat with a scaled person and an Mm -hmm. elite person and me an intermediate. So like you weren't in a heat with the people you're competing against. And then when you made finals, they like, are like, okay, intermediate ladies, come on over. And everyone's introducing themselves. They all have seen each other's names on the leaderboard. (laughs) And so it was this like super awkward, like, Hey, what's your name? Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm like, Oh, okay. This is Becky. I saw what you, I saw how fast you did that burpee (laughs) snatch workout. I saw what you lifted. Okay. So I I was like, Oh my gosh, this like, I feel like we're all sizing each other up. I'm the only one not in booty shorts and a crop top. I feel like their mother. Uh, (laughs) yes, but you were also in first, which means they were probably intimidated by you. Yeah. Yeah. I think what was happening. I, I, I like to joke. I'm like a, um, I'm like a sleeper. People look at me and they're like, Oh, she looks so nice. And they're like, what? You're in first. (laughs) What? You don't look like you're in first. And then once you get on the floor, I'm just, yeah, I just go, but yeah. I don't, I don't look intimidating. And so I'm Can't sure stop, they were like, stop. what? Guess I was up. Yeah. There's <laughs> one chick to my left and she was in like the smallest of the booty shorts. And mm-hmm. you could tell like she had been lifting for a while and she, she, I'm pretty sure she beat me in the lift the first workout, I think. And I, yeah, just like I felt intimidated looking at them. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I always have to remember. And I talked multiple, multiple of us talked about this. CrossFit, the great thing is appearance means nothing. 
Mm-hmm. If you have the biggest muscles, it doesn't mean you're going to be the best. And there are elite yeah. athletes. Travis Mayer, he's an elite athlete. He's a father, I think, to four. And he just looks like an average dude. And he is the strongest dude out there. Like, if you go watch him from Wadapalooza doing the lift with his team, he's just like, you're like, what? <laughs> this this man with gorilla arms next to him can't keep up with this, this like, baggy shirt dad. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's amazing. And so... That is something I love about CrossFit. You don't have to look like the biggest to be the best. A lot of it's mental and grind and toughness and obviously practicing, right? Yeah. Whether it's that metabolic conditioning or gymnastics or grunt Mm -hmm. work. Yeah. All of the above. Yep. So what were you, what were your thoughts as you watched this online and you saw the other other girls I was going against were you like, Becky's going to get annihilated. Or are you like, no, oh, she got definitely this? definitely not. I was like, sorry about everybody else. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> um, I was, it was hard. We had a pretty good view, like, uh, from the camera, but it was hard to tell who was winning necessarily. Oh, yeah. But um, especially during finals. And so it was hard to keep track of, like, you know, I couldn't tell from the camera view how much you were lifting. Yeah, and that kind of thing. So it's I didn't really good. Oh, <laughs> whatever. <my> one. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know for sure what was happening, but it was just really fun to to watch you. It was really fun, especially on the on day one when you were doing handstand walks, and I'm like, oh, yeah. she's doing handstand walks in a competition by herself. We've been working on this. Yeah. I just felt so proud of you of like you stepping outside your comfort zone and trying something new and challenging yourself. And so it was really fun to watch. And I was I was wishing I was there, but also was like, yeah, that's a lot of people. <laughs> it was a lot of people. You were there so, in spirit. Uh, yeah. You on the handstand walking. Every time I handstand walk, I think of our training together. <laughs> I also had my Rob Hayes towel, which is now like mm-hmm. my good luck towel. And so mm-hmm. Rob Hayes is a friend of ours who passed away in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I had that towel uh, for that competition as well. And so I also thought of him quite a bit when I was on the yeah. echo bike yeah. and wanted to quit. I was like, no. Rob was a beast at the, the assault yeah, bike. All of definitely. That. Yeah. So uh, you finished competing, and I went to the gym, but I kept refreshing the Wadapalooza page and refreshing and refreshing, and then um, it popped up that you had won the whole yeah. thing, and I started yelling and jumping up and down in the oh. gym, and uh, all the other people that were there for Sunday Fun Day were like, did she win? Did she do it? Oh, my god. We were gosh. all very excited for you. So it was really fun. It was fun to watch even from afar that experience. That's probably, like I say, Annie, meeting Annie Thor's daughter was my best part of Wadapalooza, but it's, it's hard. It's probably a tie between that and just the joy that we share as a community. Like that Mm -hmm. means so much to me. And I know it means a lot to our other athletes. Like we win together and all of those Sunday fun day grueling workouts we do. (laughs) It's just so cool to like see how we've grown together because of that push. And it just, it wouldn't feel as good if you didn't have friends who are also like by your side, like almost there with you as you're doing that handstand walk or whatnot. Um, so yeah, that was probably in a tie for top experience was the joy and celebration we got to have when we all came back and as a community, (laughs) like first time at Wadapalooza and what everyone was able to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I was going to end with what was your biggest takeaway, but that kind of, kind of summed it up. Do you have another, do you have a, like a takeaway for it for yourself personally? Yeah. 
oh, for myself, I would, I would say the biggest takeaway overall. So overarching, because mm-hmm. someone asked me, Becky, would you recommend Wadapalooza to other people in the future? And my biggest overarching takeaway is yes, I would recommend it. And it is so cool to see the diversity and inclusion of athletes with so many different capabilities, mm-hmm. be able to have that games like experience. Yeah. And I know we have a ton of athletes at our gym who could do the scaled division, the intermediate division, who could do the gauntlet. And whether you win or not, like it's just so neat to be out there. And I know that some people struggle to include the the role of label or sorry, the role of athlete as a label mm. for them, yeah, right? Definitely. Someone asked me the other day, they said, Becky, I saw in the M4G apparel store, there's a shirt that says athlete. Do you have to do competitions to buy that? <laughs> I said, absolutely not. If you are just working out, you are an athlete. Like yeah. you trying to pursue health and a healthy lifestyle and you just trying to be the best version of yourself. Like you are an athlete yeah. and being at Wadapalooza and the different divisions they create, it allows mm. all of these different types of people to truly feel like an athlete. You yeah. are an athlete, whether you compete or not. So know that, but if you want that cool feeling, Wadapalooza is the place to be. So that, that for me was the overarching takeaway. Yes. There's always, I'm sure people are like, Oh, this could have been organized better. Well, there's a lot to organize. There are 2,500 athletes competing and there was a crazy yeah, rain huge. delay. So yeah, that would be my overarching takeaway as well as personally for me, it's being okay to do something for yourself. And mm. there's like a difference between selfishness and I almost would call it like self-care. Like part of my self-care yeah. is fitness and I wanted to be able to challenge myself and compete against athletes I'd never met before from across the world. And I got to do that. And it was scary. It was outside of my comfort zone. It was a stretch as we talk about outside of our comfort zone. And it was really good for me to grow and to believe in myself more and believe that I am worthy to be out there. And I am worthy to call myself an athlete, just like so many of us, whether you're on the, the floor or not. So that, that was my personal biggest takeaway. That's awesome. That's a great takeaway. Well, thanks for telling us all about it. I know it was, it's been a couple of weeks since that event passed, but just wanted to talk about it. Cause I think a lot of people have questions about it and are curious of, you know, like what, what even happens at CrossFit competitions and that kind of thing. And love hearing your perspective, especially on the community and the athlete side of the emotional side of things. So thanks for yeah. sharing that with us. Absolutely. My biggest tip, if you're going to go do an hour long workout uh-huh. or five workouts in an hour is the mental game. Your self-talk is so important. Just keep going okay. <laughs> because you're going to fill folks... your water bottle, but Oh, and fill your water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking some, there was a girl in finals and she just came out so hot. The Ooh. first workout with echo bike, she beat me. I got second. And then after that, it was all downhill for her. So it's like, yeah. just keep going. It's five workouts in an hour. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. (laughs) Just like training. It's a marathon, not a sprint to get where where you want to be. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Ash, for being such a great cheerleader. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. I hope to see you next year at Wadapalooza competing. (laughs) We will see you at Wadapalooza 2023. Woohoo! Yay! (laughs) All right, we'll be back next week. We don't know what we're going to talk about. Do we know what we're going to talk about next week? week? 
Oh, that's the week after, isn't it? Isn't that 20, is, the 21st? It is. What is next week? The 14th? I don't know. We'll figure even, it out. I can't even keep track. If you have track. suggestions, throw them our way. Send them to us. We'll talk right. to you next time. Bye. Bye.